0: Hello and welcome to Maldorma TV. I'm Tobias Alber and this is episode 16. And I'm Manjus
1: Alber. And in this episode, we're going to continue to talk about our trip to India and uh, in particular the Himalayan region in the northern part of India. And in the previous episode, we talked about how we visited Kanchidam and Hanumangar, the ashrams and temples of Nim Baba or Maharaji. Yeah. Uh, and these are located around the city of Nanital. And in this episode, we're going to continue to talk about this area that is locally called Devabhumi, translated into the, the abode of the gods.
0: Yeah, and in particular, we're going to talk about a person called Sombari Baba, yeah. uh, who lived, uh, I think he died in 1919 or something like that.
1: Yeah, so it's, he lived for over about 100 years ago. And this yeah. area is actually... A number of uh, saints have lived in this area mm. uh, and we're going to talk about another of these saints in the next episode but yeah. somebody baba is actually regarded as one of the most highly advanced yeah. spiritual beings from this yeah th-
0: yeah that's interesting he was very um, popular among other saints as well they yeah. regard him very highly and uh, in particular, Nim Karoli Baba that we talked about in the previous episode. Yeah. Uh, he actually had a huge interest in Zombari Baba and yeah. wanted to know where had Sombari Baba stayed and he located or he situated his ashrams where Zumbari, ba, Zumbari
1: Baba had been. Yeah, at least that we know of, two of his temples are located on the exact same spots that Sombari Baba used to yeah. stay and that's quite interesting because Sombar Baba is today quite unknown both in India and in the Western world, while Nimkur Baba is very well known in around the world. But yeah. that's much thanks to Ramdas as we talked about in the previous episode. But Sombar Baba well lived quite a while ago and that's perhaps yeah. the at that time the communications in the country and in the West was not that well well, they didn't work that well.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm not sure how many Westerners were able to hear of him or at least visit him. Uh, so I think um, at least here in the West, there wasn't that much knowledge about him. But not and in the uh, India
1: either. I no, think no, that's true. This was a small area up in the Himalayas. Hmm. And the city is quite small. And even back 100 years ago, yeah. the communications in India, the roads and... Or pretty bad, so this was pretty much a local saint, but mm. as we stated, he's regarded as one of the most highly advanced sages or saints yeah. that lived in this area for a very long time.
0: Yeah, and uh, the name Sombari Baba, Sombari, B- Sombari I think means Monday yeah. um, in Hindu or yeah, I'm yeah. not sure but um and the reason why they called him Sombari Baba was that he always gave food away on Mondays. So yeah. if you visited him on Mondays,
1: he always arranged food for all the visitors. And the reason why we know about Sumbari Baba is that one of uh, the close friend of Ramdas and a lifelong devotee of Nimkaral Baba yeah. called KK Sa wrote a book about him quite recently called Deva Devabhumi, that means abode, abode of the gods. Mm. And when that book came out, uh, we became curious because we knew who K.K. was and his relation to uh, Maharaji.
0: Yeah, I remember when I started reading the book, uh, thinking that it was go- mainly going to be about Maharaji, yeah. uh, but a very small portion of that book is about Maharaji, yeah. actually, and I would say seventy, eighty percent is about Sombari Baba.
1: Yeah, and then it's also about a few other saints in the area. Yeah. So, and when we read about Sombari Baba, we became very interested in this very interesting man, to say the yeah. least. And also realizing that very close to the ashrams of Nivrakar Baba are actually the two main ashrams that Zambara mm. B- Baba stayed at, Padampuri and Kakrigat.
0: Yeah. And there's, uh, at least in Kakrigat, there's uh, Nimkaroli Baba ashram right next to
1: it. Yeah, Kanshi Dam actually take care of the Kakrigat ashram. Zambara, uh, Nimkarul Baba built a temple there as well. So there's a well, well, we're going to talk about these places because we visited them. Yeah. And we felt that we became very curious about Zumbhara Baba. And also when we started to search for pictures of these ashrams on the net, we found hardly any. Yeah. So we will actually be able to provide all of you who are interested in these ashrams and Sombari Baba with pictures on our website. We're going yeah. to write articles about them and we took a lot of pictures when we were over there. Mm. Yeah, and uh,
0: thinking about Sombari Baba and just reading the book, um, it was quite apparent that he had a lot of... Yeah, he was something beyond yeah. uh, most saints even. Yeah. Um, the The interesting thing, as you mentioned, that it was really hard to get there yeah and uh devotees they usually walked miles upon miles to visit him, yeah and the interesting thing that, that it's mentioned on several accounts in the book is that whenever they were supposed to visit sambari Baba, they were always safe yeah uh there's a number of uh, stories where uh there's wild tigers in the area, but and cobras and yeah but they 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 walk by unscattered because of the protection from sambar baba, so it's yeah. It's a beautiful book that uh, Deva Bume, that uh, you can read about so many stories from him.
1: Yeah, and also he was this very simple man. He only wore a loincloth, so he had no possessions. I think he owned the loincloth, uh, a shillam, a pipe, yeah, and just a few things. And he he lived under the sky. He didn't even want to have... Uh, cabin or hut or anything and some devotees tried to build some some shelter for him at a few occasions but then he just moved to another location because he didn't, he he liked to sleep out in the open and also an interesting thing is that he stayed mainly at two places Padampuri and Kakragat. and he stayed, in the winter he stayed at the coldest place and in the summer at the hottest place
0: Yeah, I think that was mainly because he wanted to be ...be kept alone... Yeah. Uh, ...to keep too many devotees away... Yeah. Um,
1: ...but it's very interesting... ...that yeah. a person without any clothes... ...can survive... Yeah. ...without... I think in ...shelter the, in these very harsh locations...
0: ...yeah in the winters... ...there was like... ...snow for over a meter tall... ...and uh, below freezing... ...but he just kept his loincloth... ...nothing else yeah. and he was perfectly fine with it... ...yeah... so. That shows you a little bit what just what uh, what he could do, yeah, and also the amount of uh, uh distance he traveled yeah. between all these places, yeah uh, and he
1: walked up to Badrinath and Kedarnath on foot in this cl- well without clothes, pretty much yeah. barefoot in the winter, and I also think he took pilgrimage up to Mount Karlash which is a really tough trekking. Yeah.
0: So, and uh, one of the stories that I really like um, that has to do with with food, when he served food, um, he had this small pot where he he gave food to all the visitors. And on several occasions, it was so that no matter how many people visited the ashram, from this small pot, there was always enough food.
1: Yeah, and sometimes there were actually hundreds of people coming and the food never ran out, which is... Pretty much kind of a jesus miracle, miracle yeah, that uh, they prepared food for perhaps twenty people and then hundred people showed up and for some strange reason, the food always well, it lasted for yeah. everyone
0: and I think also i mean that's that's really cool with those miracles and all, but I think what yeah. really stuck with me when i wrote, wrote about uh, when I read about Sambari Baba was uh, the feeling that the people felt yeah. when they visit him. Uh, they they write on several occasions that like he was uh, uh the embodiment of God, or if you yeah. will. So he expressed love towards everyone, and he yeah. said that every person that visited the ashram yeah. felt like they loved them the most. Yeah. Like he sh- gave everyone so much yeah. love that everyone just felt so loved.
1: He was quite similar to Ninkar in the in the sense that he d- didn't really give any teachings. Mm. He wasn't a t- uh, teacher in that aspect. He just emanated this divine yeah. presence. And I also remember that when people met him, they, of course, it, as customs in India, that you sit below the, the guru, but he walked down and sat with the people. He didn't really like you know, to show off or anything yeah. like that. He was very humble in that sense.
0: Yeah, and uh, people who visited him, never wanted to leave because they yeah. felt so good in his presence. Yeah. And they also reported that once they had been with him, uh, when they went home and uh, spent time with their families, yeah. they could still feel this uh, peace and this love within them for, yeah. for weeks yeah. after they have visited him. So that was just remarkable when you yeah. heard the stories about him.
1: Yeah. And as you said, the very highly regarded saints in India regarded him as something very special so yeah. that itself give a hint about how advanced he really was i
0: think it was heidi baba yeah we're going to talk about uh,
1: Harikam baba in the yeah upcoming episode who i think you visit him as well yeah they were locations they lived at the same time and as i understand it hanged out from time to time we're friends yeah. but also as you, we said earlier that nimkara baba built his temples on the locations that Zumbara Baba had lived uh, also shows how uh, that he showed him respect.
0: Yeah. And uh, we were lucky enough to go visit these places, these two airharms. Yeah. And uh, one of the customs that uh, when he l- was alive, you were always supposed to be cleaned. Uh, yeah. To take a, clean yourself in the river before yeah. you entered ashram.
1: No one was allowed to enter his ashrams without washing their feet and face. In the river, and I also yeah. think at, at that time there was no bridge over the river, so you pretty much had to go yeah. over the the river. Today, of course, there's a bridge. So, but when we visited the ashram, we felt that we wanted to respect this, and so before we went in, we we cleaned our feet, face, and hands in the river.
0: Yeah, and uh, it was a beautiful experience. But yeah. then we went inside the ashram. If we're talking about Padampuri first. yeah, we can
1: start off with the Padampuri, The least known yeah. uh, ashram because Kakrigat his second ashram is taken care of by the Kanshidam Baba Ashram mm. so and there's a Ninkarul Baba temple just next to it. So perhaps that's a little bit more known. I know Krishna does have recorded a video of one of his songs at that location for instance. But Padampuri there's hardly any pictures available yeah. and We didn't really know what to expect. I didn't know if it was going to be big or small. I thought it was going to be very small and perhaps worn down because it's so unknown and the cash flow is probably not that good. But the place was really beautiful. It's situated in in a valley Mm -hmm. between the mountains, the Himalayan mountains and by the river.
0: Just the surrounding area is so beautiful. I mean, just sitting there taking in the... The atmosphere, the surroundings—that that in itself
1: is uh, yeah. just a beautiful place. And the ashram itself was actually bigger than I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah, I agree. There were several buildings over there, and some of the buildings were quite big. And I don't remember one, perhaps seven buildings, eight buildings, something like that. Perhaps yeah, more.
0: Yeah, it's, it's small, small buildings where yeah. uh, they have the shivalinga. Um, various uh, other... I think there was some other... um,
1: There were some other masters that had lived there after he passed away as well. And also in one of the temple the buildings was actually his old Duny, the, the sacred fire. Because Mamba was known to always have a fire burning, a sacred fire called Duny. And that very spot and the very fireplace is still there. And that was very special to sit yeah. next to the very dune there yeah
0: it was a really cool experience just to sit down and meditate in this area yeah. and I think um, the same thing you felt at um, Kanchidam. Kanchidam just this enormous amount of peace and yeah. serenity yeah. when you go into this ashram it was just yeah. time slows down you just become so present and you just yeah. take it all in it's just so peaceful
1: and since Zumbar Baba is not that well known, uh, of course it's not the same the same amount of money has not been put into the building as Kanshidam that is really nice and, and well built. This is a yeah. much simpler place but still very beautiful and taken care of. And you can see that it's probably not that well visited. Uh, I mean Kanshidam there are people there every day every yeah. day of the year but this place we were alone there except for two tem- caretakers of the temples mm. and the ashram
0: yeah and uh, i think for us that was quite nice just yes, yeah. to be able to walk around and take it all in uh, yeah. just feel <laughs> yeah you feel alone not be disturbed by anything I else i mean
1: the taxi driver had uh, that lived in Nanichal had never heard about some baba or yeah. this ashram so that was quite interesting that even some of the locals, did don't know about this. Yeah, you could thing.
0: see in Nanital, in you could see pictures of uh, Maharaja Nim Karoli Baba yeah. on a lot of restaurants, hotels. Yeah. Um, but very
1: few people knew about Sambari Baba when you asked them about it. Yeah. But uh, as you said, the Ashram was really beautiful. Um, and we're going to put up a lot of pictures on our website, yeah. uh, in the blog, and write a blog article about it, so yeah.
0: Yeah, and I I really liked it. in one of these small temple rooms there was uh, a small statue of uh, Sombare Baba also, I think. That was really nice just to sit inside there and meditate for a few minutes.
1: Yeah, and I think that's actually the spot where Sombare Baba stayed a lot of time. He had his fire and then he, as I understood it, used to sit up there on... Uh, a bit above the the fire and they built a little temple there with a statue of him Mm -hmm. really beautiful and peaceful and when we came to the ashram in one of the temples one of the caretakers of a young man was sitting and doing spiritual practice for hours actually and yeah uh, and I really loved this place I mean really loved it yeah I
0: can't really put my finger on what it was that made it so good but
1: yeah, just yes, being
0: there, just yes, being in the yeah. in that atmosphere, it was, yeah, It's beautiful. actually
1: the place that I think of the most when I think back on our trip to India. Yeah. yeah I, I always come back to Parampuri, the, the yeah. It's It was just magical, hmm. this place. Uh, I didn't really have any particular spiritual experience as I had in Kanchidam and yeah. another place, but it was just the, the peace and the beauty of the place was stunning
0: yeah it was just <laughs> like uh showering in 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 peace yeah and um, in love um and i really liked the the caretakers there as well were yeah. really super friendly people uh we even sat down with them a little bit to have uh we dr- drank some chai with them and talked yeah. about some baribaba Im karoli baba so yeah I think that were also one of the contributing factors why we love this place is that yeah. it's one of the few places where they were so even the caretakers were so open to ha- discuss and yeah. curious about why we were here why how, how yeah. did we hear about some yeah, Bob and so forth. Um,
1: there were also people working at Ashram and Temple, but. Th- they have so many visitors. So they really, really don't interact with the visitors. Yeah. But these two young men were so nice, and they were really devoted to Sumbal Baba. As I said, one of them was sitting for hours and chanting and doing mantras when we came, and then they wanted to talk with us. And they had quite poor English, but uh, yeah, but
0: they tried. <laughs> I mean, they tried yeah. to talk to us. They tried to answer all the questions, even though yeah. they barely spoke English. So,
1: and they were really. They wanted to, yeah, give us darshan, and they didn't really. All the other temples had, you know, pots of darshan is blessed food that most temples you visit, you they want to give you.
0: Uh, prasad. Yeah,
1: yeah, prasad. Yeah, yeah. yeah, prasad. Sorry, darshan is not that. That's when yeah. you visit a holy person. Yeah, yeah prasad. Uh, but they didn't really have prasad because I think they very rarely have visitors in the sense that other temples have because they yeah. are unknown. So they made some uh, i think it was coffee actually yeah it might be yeah, yeah. uh but it was like 5% coffee and 95% <laughs> milk yeah. and sugar uh, and yeah. perhaps 20% sugar <laughs> but it tasted really good and they were so nice these two people mm. and we were hanging out with them for some hours and yeah walking around this beautiful beautiful place
0: yeah and we apparently there's supposed to be a uh, quite a very old man uh, yeah. a guru Uh, A saint even uh, who lives at this ashram, but he during the summers, yeah, during the summers. But he was down in Halvani, yeah. uh, So we weren't able to meet him, but um, we had a prior to this. We met the man uh, from England who talked about he met this man six years ago, yeah, and he's at Padampur actually. This
1: was a fun synchronicity that the week before we went to India, we had already decided to go to Padampur, this place that no one had ever heard about, pretty much. Yeah. And we went to this retreat with uh, M, the Indian man in, in uh, um, Switzerland. Yeah, Switzerland, in the mountains yeah. in Switzerland, where this was this spiritual retreat. And we met this English man who had actually been in Parampura mm. six years prior. And what are the odds meeting him? <laughs> and he said that there was this kind of guru living there that yeah. was supposedly 125 years old.
0: Yeah, 119 when he met 19, him. 19, yeah, when yeah. he met him. So, so he, was, uh, he said that this was the per- most kindest person he's ever met yeah. when he met him six years ago. So we're uh, a bit unlucky that we didn't meet him, but yeah. we, we we spoke to these uh, two caretakers about this. Yeah. I think his name was
1: Pramananda. I, um, I don't remember, but Pramananda, Pramananda confirmed that he stayed there, but only in the summers, and we were there in the spring. So... Had we traveled there, we were there in April, perhaps in May, June or something, he would arrive, yeah. and he actually had a little house in the ashram that he used to stay at, and the caretakers told about him, told us about him, and mm. yeah, so he could, they confirmed his age as well.
0: Yeah, they said he was 125 years old, and he was still, like, running around as if he was 20 years old, he's yeah. still very fresh, very clear in his mind, yeah. so... Yeah, it would have been a treat to meet him, but we'll they see. Maybe next time. he actually
1: gave us the address that he lived on in this town, Halvani. That was we all, we visited Halvani, mm. uh, but the day before, but we never we were thinking about going there and see if we could find him, but we never had the time to do it, unfortunately. But, no, but
0: yeah, maybe next time. We'll
1: uh, see. Maybe next time. Yeah, I think both of us felt that we want to come back to Padampuri once more because. I would love to meet the two guys again and just yeah. yes, be at this place because, of, oh, yeah, wonderful. Yeah, and I mean, Padampuri, very
0: beautiful place, but we also visited uh, Kakrigat. Yeah, that's
1: Baba, under our ashram. We yeah. stayed the other half of the year, and <coughs> this place was also beautiful, uh, much smaller. Mm. Uh, it's combined with so, um, Baba Temple, so and it's taken care of by Kanchidam. It's under yeah. the caretaking of Kanchidam. So of course this is yeah. Probably have more visitors and things like that.
0: Yeah, but we were the only people when we when we went there we were the only people there as yeah. well. Um so that was a bit surprising. Uh, there were some caretakers, two people taking yeah. care of the temple. Yeah. Um but when we came there it was a little bit um for me i thought that is it even open it was yeah. quite the uh, the doors weren't really open and yeah. we finally was able to find a door where we could go in yeah. and uh yeah i mean kakrigat um it's hard to compare all these ashrams but super nice place as well Yeah, I it's think.
1: also by the river between mountains uh, the first thing you meet are the nimkaral baba temple that's quite newly built mm. uh on the top, and then uh, where you have the Hanuman statue and a uh, statue of Nimkala as well. And in there, in that temple, there's actually a big picture of a young Nimkala as well. As a big picture of sambarababa Baba. Yeah. And down, then down below, you have a small, small temple uh, that was built around the duni the sacred fire that Sombara Baba used to have. So that's still there as well, and we also. Put up pictures on a website from this place. And then this dune, the sacred is built, it was below a huge, I think it's a Bango, three tree. Uh, yeah. A big tree uh, where he used to sit on the platform. And that platform is still there as well.
0: Yeah, that was, re- was one of the things that really struck me when I was in Kakregat, especially. I, mean, I was sitting by the dune, um, just below the tree. And I just thought to myself, like, yeah, Sombari Baba has been sitting here. I've been I'm sitting at the same place where Sombari Baba has been.
1: And Nim Karol Baba. Yeah, and and Nim Two Baba. of the the greatest saints yeah. of the area used to stay at this very place. And yeah. it was a really special uh, feeling. Yeah, a bit surreal, least. but yeah.
0: it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean this place as well, it's uh, you just get this. It's it's hard to put into words what you feel when you go to these places. But peace, you, yeah, yeah, peace. Something just happens with you. Yeah. You you don't think about, you don't worry about anything. You just yeah. become super peaceful, and it feels like you can stay there forever. Yeah. Like yeah, you don't, don't have any worries out. at
1: all. But sit and hang out, walk around. And it was a beautiful day. We also went down to the river and washed our feet. And yeah, just sitting in the small temple where Sambari Baba had his uh, sacred fire and sitting under the big three, tree and meditating and walking around talking to the people working there. Yeah, and they
0: were, <laughs> it was quite funny that uh, when we came there we started like, ah, Sambari Baba was around there, Sambari Baba over there, and they like, yeah, Sambari Baba, but also Nimkar Baba, yeah. Nimkar Baba, so they were, <laughs> and then you could say, could see that they were Nimkar Baba devotees yeah. and they were a little bit um, hesitant to talk about Zambara Baba. They wanted to focus more on Maharaji. Yeah.
1: yeah, but for us, they are equally important. Yeah, uh, for sure. I have a strong, very strong pull to Nim Baba, but also to Zambara Baba. And you could really feel the connection with Zambara Baba at this place. Yes. And, uh, more to Zambara Baba than I felt to Nim Karababa. Nim Baba's presence was stronger... But that might be in my mind, I don't know. But in Kanshidam and Hanumangar I really felt my mm. presence. But yeah. at this place, it, I connected more with Sombar Baba yeah. for some reason.
0: I have to share one thing that... I, I was a little bit ill when I visited this place. Yeah. I had some... Yeah, when you go to India, if you... <laughs> If you don't get uh, ill when you're in India, you're a lucky man. Yeah,
1: um the food is not very clean. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I was I had a few days where I was quite ill. Yeah. And one of these days were when we visited Kakrigat and it was barely like uh, will I be able to make it there. Yeah. But I was for some reason I didn't feel ill the entire way over there. Yeah. And when I came there I sat down and I meditated and I started feeling really, really ill. Okay. And I just thought to myself like i got this intuitive feeling like i'm gonna go down to the river and clean myself yeah uh, like uh, you were supposed to do yeah uh, so i walked down to the the small river and just clean my my feet my face and my arms and, yeah. yeah my body and i got so like that yeah. i got yeah i got like uh, came back to normal
1: yeah And
0: uh, yeah, in an instant, just by going into the water. So I went back, uh, I felt fine, I continued my meditation. It was really cool. Then, when I came back outside of the ashram, I started feeling ill again.
1: (laughs) That's very interesting. (laughs) Very interesting indeed.
0: That was uh, one cool experience there.
1: Yeah. And uh, we might add that next to this ashram is actually another ashram of uh, Swami Vivekananda. Yeah, a very famous uh, saint from india and there's a an very it's in a very bad condition unfortunately but it's a yeah. place where Vivekanda had his first enlightenment experience under a, a, a tree mm. and the tree actually died in 2014 so they took a sapling and of growing a new tree at the same location so we went there afterwards as well mm-hmm. just for about half an hour yeah it's very interesting in this small area there are so many saints be you know yeah stay there
0: yeah it's so hard to to understand that i mean just in this small area there's yeah. enlightened people left right and center maybe not that that's yeah. exaggerated but Uh, I think one of the experiences that he had when he was sitting there, Vivekananda, was that he first experienced uh, the microcosmos and the macrocosmos all being within himself. He could see it for the very first time. Yeah, Yeah, as one. So that was uh, one of his. uh, He described it himself as one of the breakthrough experiences for him. Um, So it it was a nice place. Uh, As you said, perhaps not as. uh, Yeah it was a bit fallen um, but yeah, they were yeah. working on trying to repair
1: it this yeah. yeah 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 but i think th- that's also it's not one of the main Vivekananda ashrams that's in other places in india so this they probably have quite sparse funding yeah. so they are doing the best they can the locals but it's yeah it's nice to visit it but the big you know thing for us was the Sombar Baba place. That's yeah. really beautiful. And that was well taken care of the, the Nkarobaba fund or well Kanshidam, the caretakers.
0: Yeah. And I think I mean just visiting padampuri Kakrugat. Yeah. Uh, these will be memories that I will keep with me for a very very long and time. And I
1: really feel I want to go back there someday and also an interesting aspect of this is that after we had visited Kakrugat we on our way back home went to Kanchidam. Yeah. The second visit to Kanchidam that ah, we that talked about right. uh, in yeah. our previous expe- ex- uh, episode mm. where I had a strong spiritual experience that was actually on the same day as we had been to this yeah. place.
0: Yeah. So maybe it he might played a part some, in it as well. Yeah. I don't
1: <laughs> know. But it's interesting at least that it was on the same day. Yeah.
0: Um, do we have anything more to say about Sambari Bala right now?
1: Well... I would like to say that if you have the opportunity, buy KK's book Deva yeah. Bume. It's you can find it on Amazon or Ramdas' page. Mm-hmm. He advertises it there. It's so good to uh, it's really good and interesting to read about this great saint. And check out our website where we have written articles about Sumbare Baba and these places, and we'll put up a ton of pictures so you can see these places for yourself. Mm. In pictures, and I recommend you to go there. Yeah, uh, for sure. As we said, r- fell in love in these two places. They mm. are just enormously beautiful.
0: Yeah, and uh, don't plan anything else on doing something else that day. Just no. yes, yes, go there, take your time. If you want to stay there for several hours, no. please do so. I mean, no. it, it, just take it all in and just enjoy. It's yeah. a beautiful presence there. and no. Some Baribaba, you could, you could just feel... Uh, a small portion of who he was. Yeah. Uh, obviously, not perhaps not the same as me- meeting him, but yeah. you could sense that he was still there. Yeah. It's still uh, still present.
1: Yeah. These places where these saints have lived have such an energy and peace and serenity to them that it's hard to describe. You have to go there and experience it for yourself, pretty much. If yeah. you have the opportunity to do, to
0: do so. Yeah. Um, In the next episode, we're going to talk about um, Heidekan.
1: Yeah, Heidekan or Harikan. I don't know. I know that in India, they have another sound that are between R and D. So sometimes they spell it with Harikan and sometimes they spell it Heidekan. But it's the same person. And there are actually two persons called the same thing. And the younger one said he was an incarnation of the older one. And Mm -hmm. the older one was living at the same time as Somar Baba and they were actually friends and hanged out Yeah, and we went and they lived in the very same area mm. and have ashrams as well, very close to Nanital actually they are closer to the neighboring city called Haldwani and we mm. went there also, so we'll talk about that in the next episode.
0: Yeah, so uh, be sure to check that out, as always you can go to yeah. Uh there we will publish uh, these articles with the pictures Yeah. So be sure to check it out. Uh, we are also on Facebook, Instagram, and yeah, so forth. Yeah, and there we will publish as much information and as much pictures as we have. Yeah, so be sure to check it out. Yeah,
1: thanks for listening. All right, thank, thank you. you. Bye-bye.
0: Bye bye. Bye.